Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay, okay. Welcome, everybody, to Bookability. I swear I need a theme song. (laughs) Anyway, I'm so excited that you're here. I'm Mika, and this is a call that is all about um, it's all about reading and books and book topics, and we like to have a lot of fun. And if you choose to be here or to listen in on ACB Media or however you are listening, just know that you're going to come away filled to the brim with book recommendations, fun conversations, and lots of points to ponder. So we are going to start off, we're going to start off strong. (laughs) Um, I want to know what you have been reading and if it happens to fit your, um, your like library or your um, alphabet card, um, you can let us know what letter it, uh, it fits in and that will be fantastic. Um, I will start first. So for me, I am really kind of stuck on this whole like why choose romance where it's where the focal point is like choosing, choosing like more than one partner. And it has been, it has been incredibly, it's been pretty fun to read. Um, and definitely is in the realm of, is in the realm of like fantasy. Um, and the book that I just finished is called The Monster's Wife, as in monsters, plural. Well, you guys are sure getting a lot of lessons on what I read. <laughs> I realize this as I talk about it. Um, it is by Jillian West. And it is um, it kind of takes place in a in a little paranormal town um, where it's secret from like regular humans. And there is a lot of um, it's pretty suspenseful, and there is a lot of steam in this one. So, um, again, it's called The Monster's Wife. Um, if you might recall the last call that we had, I talked about The Monster's Den. So um, so this was definitely a sequel that came out. And, um, all right, and Andrea, who do we have up first? We have Lucy. Lucy. All right. <laughs> what you got for me? <laughs> well, I so far in my alphabet challenge, um, whoops, I have uh, 16 of my alphabet letters read. Oh, my God. You just have 10 more to go. <laughs> I know, right? This is cool. Um, and <clears throat> I have been reading. I can't believe I never read these. Um, the uh, oh, God, what do you call them? Anyway, A Wrinkle in Time, A Wind in the Door. Oh, um, my gosh. They're so good. I never read them. I, you know, I'm having a really hard time. I I want to read them. I really do. And I am almost through with A Wrinkle in Time. I mean, I it's good. Um, and I, you know, I've been really like mesmerized by the discussions in Anthony Corona's um you know, book club that he does once a month. And <clears throat> they're, they, they talked about the second book uh, last time, A Wind in the Door. And God, I can't believe all of the stuff that people get out of these books. I feel like <laughs> stupid or something. I don't know. Uh, me too. Sometimes Lucy, like, me too. <laughs> you know, it's like, man, I don't know. Um, but I really, you know, I like the characters in these books this book um i like the kids they're they're really cool i love charles wallace i mean yeah. oh, he's just the coolest thanks. kid <laughs> and meg you know meg i like her a lot too uh the twins we haven't really gotten too much to see what they're all about yet but um yeah so in and and i've also you know uh been reading some um well, I read uh, a Lynn Curlin book, um, and um, you know, I, this is the second book of hers that I've read. Uh, this one was called "Ever My Love," and it took my E letter, uh, and I liked it okay, but 
I don't know. So I don't know. I mean, I love time travel. I, you know, I think uh, that's great, but I don't know if I'll read any more of her books or not. I might, but we'll see. And um, I just finished one by Diane Chamberlain. It's the second book. Uh, well, the first one was um, Keeper of the Light. And I read that several years ago. And this one was called Kiss River. And uh, so it was good. Um, but yeah, so, oh, oh, oh. And then the, the, the my, F, uh, my F letter was called Free Fall. And that was for our book uh, club with Casey Dutmer. And that's by Jessica Berry. Uh, what else? Oh God, I don't know. I've read other things, but I'll let somebody else talk. <laughs> I, I am like, I am absolutely delighted at the sheer number of book clubs that you are in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I love that. And I sometimes feel that way too, Lucy. Like I, I typically am more of the kind of reader where I'm just like, here's what I liked about the characters. Here's what I didn't. Here's what I liked about the setting. Here's what I didn't. But it, but sometimes I don't always grasp like the deeper socio-political, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. um, things. It's it's kind of like either I liked it and it emotionally it resonated with me on an emotional level, or it didn't. So <laughs> so I and understand. The one that I want to remove, I just I can't. It's so stupid, and I thought it was going to be good. It's called. The Book Eaters, and it's by Sun, Sun, Sunya something. Anyway, it's about these this uh, colony of people, and the way they receive nourishment is they eat pages of books, and different people eat different things. Um, and then there's these people within this colony called the, I think they're called dragons or something, and they actually... Uh, get their nourishment from other people's minds, but it's kind of dumb. I thought it was going to be really good. But... <laughs> so I'm not going to. What I love it. about you, Lucy, is that you're always going to tell me exactly what you think about a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I love it. I love it. <laughs> but but I am intrigued now, so I might have to read this, and I'll let you know if I agree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Who do we have next? We have Sue Ellen. Hello, Sue Ellen. Okay. Well, um, I've been returning to some of my old tried and true series that I'd been into. I did get my end book done. I read Near Miss by um, Brett Battles and Stuart Woods. This was actually the last book that Stuart was writing in his Stone Barrington series before he passed. And the the estate, uh, the the Woods family estate, asked Brett Battles to finish it. And oh, wow. this can usually go one of two ways when another author takes over a series. In this case, I had high hopes because I love Brett Battles. And uh, he, he did not disappoint. Um, it was definitely a stone Barrington, but, um, you know, with plenty of um, escapades and uh, in and out of the boudoir and um, the new love interest they've given Stone I love I like though I think she'll provide him quite the challenge both in and out of the bedroom um, she's a young legal a young lawyer on her way up um, and she's kind of a genius and has a very healthy self-confidence so it's kind of, that one's kind of fun. Um, and now I'm reading the murder book, which is book 16 in the Alex Delaware series. I forgot I'd already done M and I just grabbed it and started reading it uh, when I went back to voice stream to get something to read in voice stream. So I just said, hey, it's an Alex Delaware. I got to read it. Plus, I hadn't <laughs> read anything in that particular series that Jonathan Kellerman writes in a long time. And I really like this one because you really see the friendship between Alex and Milo. I mean, that's, that's gold anyway, but you get a lot of Milo's backstory in this book, you know, which is kind of cool because we didn't, we haven't had that uh, real, that much really of his early days as a cop. Wow. All right. You just, 
you were just rocking and rolling. I got to keep up with you guys. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you okay. so much, Sue Ellen. Um, am I muted? muted? And we do. Um, let's see. Peggy. We had, yeah, Peggy was next. Hi, everybody. Sorry. It took me a minute to unmute. <laughs> um, hey there, Peggy. Hi, how you doing? I am great. Yeah, good. I haven't really been keeping track of my alphabet reading, but um, I, I, I've probably got, I don't know, I'm guessing I've got at least 10 or 15, but uh, I need to write them down, I guess. Um, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, earlier this year, I discovered Lucy Score, and I had not read her before. And so I read a ton of her books, um, several of her series. She has this great series, the Blue Moon series um, about a town in upstate New York, uh, where there's a bunch of uh, leftover hippies and stuff from the 60s, and there are uh, Oh, and it's uh, it's it's a great series anyway. Um, heavy on the romance. Um, yes. Oh, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> sign me up, Peggy. <laughs> That's right. Another series that I discovered um, too is um, a little bit different. It's it's called the Veronica Speedwell series, and it's by um, Deanna Rayburn, and she writes about. Um, a, a woman in uh, it takes place in like the late 1880s, but she is a butterfly uh, catcher, <laughs> I guess. Um, there's some sort of fancy word for that, but I don't remember what that is. Um, but she uh, she's a very spunky single woman who is not the least bit interested in leading uh, conventional 1880s life and. Uh, she of course meets up very early on with a uh, a uh, guy who does um, uh, uh, taxidermy, I guess. You know, like oh wow, dead animals and and, and stuffs them for museums and stuff or whatever. But anyway, it's it's a great series. There's lots of mysteries in each in each book and a lot of. Kind of interesting romance, and uh, it, it, it's fun anyway. So those I are the two heard of things. I've heard of both, but I have not read. Um, I have not read either of them. Yeah, they're they're interesting. Um, yeah, and I really have enjoyed Lucy Score. I don't know how I missed her for such a long time, but her books have all been great. Thank you, Peggy. Sure. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, excuse me. I I just amused myself. This is Diana Olivia. I've been uh, trying to get into this um, dialogue for a while, but I just had to unmute myself. Uh, have, good evening, everybody. Oh, um, I can I can I, tell you how to raise your hand so that you can get in. Well, I don't see anyone else's hand raised, but in future, Star Nine will raise your hand so that you can get in the queue. Um, what book have you read recently? Well, I'm reading um, a couple of books right now. I never read one one book at a time. I always read a couple of them. Um, the one I'm it, it, it's a very uh, complicated title because it, it takes place in um, Afghanistan and mm -hmm. or uh, um, so, some of those places. But it's a very um, interesting book about um, a nun. That was trying to share the, the, the Christian beliefs with them, and she got pregnant because, of course, she she was you know in in a Muslim country, and she gives birth to to twins, but she dies on birth, um, and the, the twins now I'm I'm listening, but the story about them, you know, so they are like 16, 17 years old. Uh, twins. So that's the recent one, but I read many other books. Um, what them, do you have the title of that one? Oh my God! It's it's. 
I have to go back with you, but uh, but I'll go back with you. I have to to, to look for that. It's uh, something with the stone or something. Um, it's uh, but but I can get back with you. I okay. have other titles that I have read. Very interesting. This one is a very different one that I was expecting, but I went by the author. I didn't go by the book title. I went okay. by the author. She has a more recent one. It's being um, in the New York Times bestseller or something. So I, I but I got the, the previous one because I said I thought that, like I had to understand the previous one to be able to current one, uh, which was not the case, I don't think. But I, I'll get back with you. I'll, I'll, I'll text you in in, in, okay. in the chat. Well, thank you so much for thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Um, thank you so much, Andrea. There, do I have any other hands raised? We don't have any hands, and I don't think Shannon was on the phone because I didn't I didn't rename her. I, I think she was on the computer. So um, yeah, she is. Probably need to do all Y to raise her hand. Oh, Shannon! Oh, Shannon! Um, if you had your hand raised earlier, you're more than welcome to pipe in with what you may have been reading. Not to put you on the spot, though. <laughs> no, that, that person that was just talking was on the phone. I just did. I'm the sorry. I thought it said Shannon. Okay. So no. I thought she said her name was Shannon. That's why yeah. I was. Confused. It's all good. No problem. No problem. Okay. No, I'm so Shannon, Shannon Dyer. It was had her hand raised and I lowered it. So if if she wanted. Yeah, if Shannon, she wanted to go ahead. She is right here. Hi there, Shannon. Okay. Hello. Sorry about that. What you got wanted- for me? I wanted to tell Peggy, first of all, she would mention reading some Lucy score and liking her Blue Moon series. Please, please, please check out her Bootleg Springs series that she co-writes with Claire Kingsley. Those are absolutely amazing. I read them. Oh, last I year. read those too. Oh, good. Oh, she's on it. <laughs> good. good. I read those, those are, too. <laughs> those are the best. Um, I also want to say that I, too, have been reading some Why Choose Romance and have picked up um, something by Kristen Bannett, which is in her Age of Andina series, A-N-D-N-E-N-A, and also some Sarah Piper, um, who writes some, like, Why Choose kind of urban fantasy, which I am loving a lot. Um, she has like multiple series, and I believe the one that I've started to read is called Demon Sworn. But I am currently reading a true crime novel called The Murder of the Century, which is about the mystery author Anne Perry, who apparently, oh, yes, apparently in 1954, she and her best friend uh, conspired and succeeded in killing her best friend's mother. And they, you know, went to to prison for some period of time, I guess. And somehow, I'm not quite sure how, she was eventually freed and became a best-selling author. So I am a little bit intrigued by this. I saw an episode about that in um, when I used to watch true crime shows <laughs> um, on Deadly Women, I believe it oh, was. Yes. And there was an show. episode about there was an episode about Ann Perry and a color me surprised because I had no clue. Like I'd heard about her books, you know, and I was like, no. <laughs> um so wow, you'll have to let me know how all of that kind of um kind of goes. And I might have to ask you some questions. Because- yeah, it's a pretty wild story. It's apparently a book that's been out for a while. Like it's on Bard and it has like a DB77 number. So it's been around, you know, for several years. Oh. And somehow I missed it mm. up until this point. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, well, so that's what I've been reading. That is awesome, Shannon. Thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. All right. Um if you're currently not muted, I am going to ask you to mute or have ask Andrea to go ahead and mute you um, unless you are Herbie. So um, let's see here. So I wanted, I thought that we would have kind of some, um, that we would have some fun this evening. Well, I like to think that you all have fun on this call all the time, but this evening I wanted to specifically have some questions in mind that I thought um that I thought was pretty fun. So, and this might mean that we have to lo- use our imaginations just a little bit. 
Um, <laughs> um, so, so my first question for all of you is if a book character was your boss, coworker, or employee, which character would it be and which role would they, would they have? And I'm going to, I'm going to give you mine because I know you might have to think about this a little bit and please make sure that you raise your hands so that this little idea of mine is not a flop. So do it for me. <laughs> Forget the participation. Just do it for me. <laughs> um, so I think my, I think that um, this is a really hard question, but I would have to say, and surely a, a more grown up Anne Shirley would have to be my coworker. She would be so much fun to have in, in meetings. First, she would, she would absolutely like annoy all of our bosses um, and possibly everybody else in the meeting because she would go off on like these wonderfully wild tangents. And, um, and since we know that most, that in many cases, most meetings could be, most meetings would just be perfect um, if they were just an email. <laughs> anyway, um, her talking in person, um, you know, we'd be it, there'd be a topic, and then she'd talk about the topic, and then she'd be like, and then it reminds me of this time when blah 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 when this happened, much like the Lady of Shalott in King Arthur's novels, and it would be absolutely. Absolutely joyful. So I would say my coworker would need to be Anne Shirley. All right. Do you have any hands raised, Andrea? We do. We have a phone number, area code 305. Hi there. You are, and I see that you are unmuted, area code 305. Although we are not hearing you at the moment. Um, oh, go ahead. I think we hear somebody, but maybe not. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's unmuted. They are unmuted. I don't know. You should be able to talk to us. Why don't, why don't we go to the next person? Go ahead, Lucy. Oh, Lucy! Okay. Oh, gosh. Oh, I didn't have to think very long on this one. Um, I would want for my boss, uh, Lucas Davenport. He is the one of the main, main characters in the, um, the John Sanford uh, Prey series. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I would actually like for him to be more than my boss, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a um, whole other topic. <laughs> <laughs> that's for another, yeah. But go um, on, I'm listening but, but now. <laughs> He's just, he's just really cool. I, I mean, I don't get the impression that he's like super handsome or anything like that, but that doesn't really mean anything to me that much anymore. I'm too old, you know, but, um, but he's just like the coolest, the coolest guy. And he, he likes a lot of the same types of music that I do. And he, he's got a really cool sense of humor and he like always solves his, his cases. Um, I think there's like 27 books in that series now. And he started out, you know, uh, working for Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis PD. And now he's like a U.S. Marshal and all that. Um, and he's just like, oh, man, he is. Hot, so you really I see. You. <laughs> I love you. So you really <laughs> get to see him like you really get to see like a lot of character growth and progression. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, you 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 don't have to read them, you know, in order or anything, but it really is best if you do. And I have read all of them, and I love them. Okay, so let me ask you this, um, because I have not, I haven't really read a lot of um, a lot of like thriller and suspense novels, mm -hmm. um, which I'm assuming that this kind of falls in the category of, or like police procedural. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So how like. Is, are they pretty graphic, like in terms of um, like the crimes and things like that, would you say? Yes. 
pretty much. Okay. <laughs> and you're like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Not, that, not that I just like to know what I'm getting into. I don't like to get like surprised, you know, <laughs> like unpleasantly. <laughs> well, I'll, t- I'll tell you the, the one that I started out with that got me into it was book seven. Okay. And it's called Mind Prey and it's P-R-E-Y, of course. Mm-hmm. And they're by John Sandford, S-A-N-D-F-O-R-D. Okay. And um, Mind Prey is really, 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 really good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you should read that one first if you're going to get, you know, try if to gonna get just dive in. Okay. Yeah. 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 Thank yep. you. Sure. <laughs> All right, Andrea, who do we have next? Okay, next we have Swellen. Okay, me, I would like to be in the e-detectives department of um, uh, of J.D. Robb's uh, 2060s New York, um, working under um, under under uh, Ryan Feeney because. When he takes his subordinates out on assignments, they generally don't get shot at. They get to um, be in the mobile command center, um, uh, hacking into people's computers and getting the dirt on them and setting up the surveillance so that even Rort can go in and um, and kick some backside. Um, oh, so I, I wouldn't have it. to get shot at. And when uh, at the station, of course, when when work comes in to work with us, you get all the cool toys, <laughs> the cool state of the art toys that haven't been released yet. And it sounds like that's a never ending department of drinking soft drinks and wearing loud, crazy colors like I like and chunky, uh, big, gl- big, blingy jewelry. I mean, that would just be my kind of workplace. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I and I, and I could I steal Ian McNabb well. away from Delia from Delia Peabody, and you can keep stealing all of Eve Dallas's chocolates. Oh yeah, I would be <laughs> so. I think what we have learned is that Sue Ellen wants to be a hacker and lots of trouble in the, <laughs> in the year twenty sixty six. So absolutely. <laughs> Plus, that New York is just so awesome. It it is, it is definitely. Um, I think I've, I think I've read like 25 of those books in a row. And then I like got, I got a little burnt out or maybe like 22, 22 of those books in a row. So now I gotta, I gotta catch up. (laughs) Absolutely. You just gotta kind of space them out so you don't get burnt out. Yes. Gotcha. All right. Um, is area code 305, um, are you able to speak? All right. Who do we have next, Andrea? We have Shannon Dyer. Shannon! I wanted to say an answer to your question that I think for my boss, I would love Amanda from the Karen Slaughter, Will Trent slash Sarah Linton series. Because she is one of those people who allows their employees to kind of, you know, spread their wings, do some of their own stuff. And even if she doesn't always agree with what they do, she seems to always have their backs. And I just think that's really awesome. I also wanted to say that I totally agree with Lucy about Mind Prey by John Sanford, because that is where I started as well. And it is fantastic. All right, there's two for Mind Prey. Um, I saw a Karen Slaughter interview um, once, and I, I've never read any of her books, but I saw one, and she she was talking about how frustrated she got because people would say that she was like, you know, like, oh, you're so sick for coming up with like a lot of the things that you come up with, and for your crimes, and oh, that's not okay for a woman to write. And those kinds of things, but but people rarely really like say a lot about about male authors who write in those kinds of genres when they write graphic. Um, oh, it's graphic true. Scenes. It's true. Which, Karen Slaughter which, is very graphic, but I mean, not any more so than like some of the the male authors that we see. 
And she was absolutely delightful to listen to, like her voice. She was absolutely delightful to listen to. Very, very Southern lady. Yes. And, very, and, and <laughs> did not give a whole hoot about anybody's opinion. So, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's pretty excellent. I've been a fan of hers for, gosh, I don't know, since like 2005 or 2006. Love yeah. Karen Slaughter. Love her. Yeah. So I need to read. So what I'm hearing is I need to read some Karen Slaughter and some and some John Sanford. And don't forget Mika. No. Need to read. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, she's trying to get me to read Chelsea Kane. So I don't yeah, know if any, she, any of you do have it. done it, but but I've been trying uh, for 15 not. years. Aren't those vampire books? No, no. Like that's a serial it, killer that, thriller. Oh, oh, goodness. <laughs> she won't read them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Thank you, Shannon. Who's next, Andrea? Um, I think you cut off. And uh, Andrea, you cut off when you were saying the name. Peggy, Peggy go ahead, please. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, Peggy, you can you can unmute. Peggy, Peggy, come back. You're muted. Sorry, I had to unmute. Sorry. Um, there you are. Uh, and and I'm all with you, Mika. I don't like too graphic. <laughs> I've I've been afraid to try the uh, the the Sanford ones. Um, <laughs> my idea is I would like a coworker from the Stephanie Plum books. I would like, oh God, what's her name? Lola? Lula. 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 <laughs> I would love to have Lula as a coworker because life would never be boring <laughs> and that uh, work can be very boring. So I would love to have her. I mean, she'd be, she'd be fun in the office. Um, well, she'd, I, she'd bring I have a question donut. for you, Peggy, which, which, uh, which, uh, um, employment would you like Lula's previous <laughs> employment or <laughs> oh no well I didn't say I wanted to be a co-worker in her current I'm sorry I couldn't resist occupation. I couldn't resist <laughs> I would like her in my office how about my my uh my my uh office mate that's what I want there you <laughs> go <laughs> I think she'd be great she'd she'd tell me all the best places to get donuts and uh Cluck in a bucket and all of that kind of stuff, and uh, I, I just think she'd be a lot of fun, and she uh, would have some interesting uh, outfits for me to consider, and so forth. So, <laughs> but I think she'd be fun anyway. Oh my gosh, I'm loving these answers. <laughs> Thank you so much, Peggy. All right, anyone else, Andrea? No, we don't have any hands, but I was going to ask area code 305-713 if you can unmute and talk to us. Okay. We don't have any other hands at the moment. Not a problem. Not a problem. Um, So I have another, what I think is fun question. (laughs) Oh, I hear, I think I see 305 talking. Or I'm just imagining things. I think that was my jaws. I apologize. Oh, that's okay. I I tried to mute and it didn't let me. So my apologies. No worries. Okay. So, so my question is. Mika, I'm sorry. Herbie's hand just went up. So we may have somebody in clubhouse. Mm. I don't mean to interrupt you. Nope. You're fine. Hi there, Herbie. Who do we have? We have a Press shift plus command plus A to unmute your microphone. Or press and hold the space key to temporarily unmute. Original sound for musicians is on. Noise suppression is disabled. Original sound for musicians on. And Andrea, could you please mute, mute 305, please? Okay, let's try this again. I realized that I'd gotten that muted in Zoom somehow. Hey there, Herbie. Um, I got you. I can hear you. Yep. Okay. Victoria. Uh, I don't know how to say your first name. It's like Sayada Victoria or Sayada Victoria. Oh, hey, Victoria.
And Victoria, you are on stage. You just need to hand lower. Okay. Am I unmuted? There you are. You yep. are. Okay. Hi. <laughs> hi, guys. Um, Hello. I just wanted to say hi. And it, I, I do go by Victoria, So, but it is Saida is my first name. But I just wanted to um, speak up just a little bit about I love what I'm hearing. I didn't know that you guys did this. So I'm completely like um, just sitting here in awe about what's going on. And I did, I couldn't think of a boss or a coworker, but Lula would be awesome. And that was like a great, great example right there of a good coworker because she would be fun and, you know, she'll pull a donut out of her bra or a gun and that would be both equally okay with me. So, but I don't know if this is the time. Um, can I, I heard you guys earlier suggestions and talking about books. Am I able to do that as well? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. And it's okay. fine. Okay. So I had this, read this book recently. I like um, suspense, um, kind of like, um, you know, fiction, just the, the drama suspense books. And yeah, yeah. usually I can always like predict what happens. Like, you know, at the beginning, I'm like, oh yeah, well he did it. Or there's something sneaky about him. But this book that I read recently, it was called The Other Woman. And it was about a woman who married or was going to be marrying into a family. And the other woman they're talking about is his mother. And she does all that she can to run this, the fiance off. And um, it's it's just so crazy because everybody thinks this mother-in-law is just the greatest woman and she's so perfect, but somehow she manipulates or, or makes the soon-to-be daughter-in-law just like very, she does sneaky things to her and really confuses her and, and does what we think is evil stuff. And I don't want to give away the book, but I will just tell you that if you guys read this book, you will be so shocked at the ending. It, it, it was one of those books that I'd never suspected what was coming and I just because of that that has been and will be my favorite book because it's the only book who has ever made me like oh my gosh I did not see that coming so Ooh, I just, Victoria <laughs> yeah. that is awesome and I just want to let you know um, I just want to let you know that we do this particular there's a lot of book calls on um, on the ACB community schedule I don't know if you get that schedule every day I do get it, and I, I need to read it more thoroughly because I just kind of glanced through it. But do, do they list out on there? Oh, yes. Um, and so, awesome. like, I, um, so the second and fourth Monday is this call, um, mm-hmm. is my bookability call. And then there's a book club that happens, I believe, at the same time on the first and third Mondays. Yes. Um, and so every like Monday, some other stuff. So yeah, so you can just have <laughs> books every single Monday. Right. So, awesome. <laughs> so take well, a look good. at the schedule though, because there's more than just that. There's a lot I of different will, book clubs and I stuff. Definitely do that because I just want to share. And sometimes people think I'm I'm crazy or I'm not talking, but I actually read probably about ten to fifteen books a week. So um, that's <laughs> people don't believe. All right, you are prolific. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, so, I do. I mean, I, because I do it while I'm, you know, cooking, cleaning, writing my yes. metro. I just, I have it in my ear all day long. So I read quite a bit. And sometimes I just love to hear about other books. I run out of books to read and I like to hear books that I would not normally pick for myself. And I've got a few of them from this call right now. So thank you. All so right. Who's the, who's oh, the who's author, the author of, that oh, of that book? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hold on, because you know what? I just pulled it up. Let me go back to my bard real quick because I just pulled it up. So I, cause I, I'd be able to tell you guys. I just can't remember the name. Um, you call see, it the, the you call it the other woman, right? Yep. And let's okay, see. So I'm googling it right now as well. Yep. And I'm going to my Bard Mobile essay, and it is. Oh, it looks like it's a movie too. Is it? Well, That's I it just looks think like. Oh gosh, I'm so it went away. I had it. I'm sorry. Well, I yes, Andrea. Can I go ahead and call on Nora? I couldn't quite hear. Oh, she's looking for a book title. Give me just a moment. Okay, Um, sorry about that. You know what, Victoria? I will look at. I will look it up, and I will give them the title of it either at the toward the end of the call, um, or at the next one. But I'm pretty sure I can find it on Goodreads real fast. Okay. 
Right. And then, yep. And then I can, um, I don't know if you guys use the chat. I can put it in the chat too when I find it. Cause I just had it full. I had to go to my recently downloaded, but when I went back into Bard, it was on the front page. No so problem. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Thank you guys. Of course. You're very welcome. Thank you. All right. And Andrea, who did you say was next? Go ahead, Nora. Sorry. Her sound kind of faded out on my end. So I wasn't sure if you were done. Nora, no problem. Please. Hello. Yeah, hi, this is my first time on this book call. It's wonderful. And I got one reading I like to read a bit. I mean, I like reading and I, <clears throat> and no, uh, yeah, no mysteries, but I do like, uh, yeah, certain mysteries I like to like to read. They're old fashioned. They've been Nancy Drew books and one of them was about her. Oh, Nancy Drew? Yeah, I love her. The Nancy Drew stories and Different types of subjects that they, uh, you know, they detective work they do, and and Nancy and her father work on different types of things. Like I can't remember some of the uh, topics, but I sure like them. That's awesome. I remember reading Nancy Drew when I was a lot younger, um, and. <laughs> um, and got scared because mysteries used to kind of scare me. Um, but, <laughs> but she definitely grew on me and I like, and I ended up liking her a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah me too. And I, I read so good that one time I missed my bus stop. <laughs> oh, yep. I've done that. Oh my gosh. I, I have definitely done that. Um, yeah. Thank you, Nora. You're welcome. Thank you. Of course. All right. And then my last question that I have that we could talk about with the last few minutes is um, if aliens came to earth and you had one book that you could show that you could give to them to, to like kind of show them about humanity, what book would that be? And I'm going to go look up my title. So I hope somebody raised their hand. <laughs> Andrea, are there any hands raised? There are. Jewel. Hello, Jewel. Well, I would want to confuse them. I'd give the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So <laughs> long and thanks for the fish. <laughs> so you'd give them like some of that, some of that good British humor. Yeah, I'd want to confuse them with that. I think they'd be thoroughly confused by that book. <laughs> All right. And as I was searching for my book, um, Goodreads told me that, that it had an unexpected error, which is real helpful. Um, and I'm super annoyed because I have this title. So maybe, I don't know if Shannon Dyer is still in here, but maybe she can help me with it. Um, but actually, Snow I see another hand is raised, raised, so I'm going to procrastinate. So <laughs> go ahead, Andrea. Who? Sue Ellen has her hand raised. Hi, Sue Ellen. Hey, um, if I could give aliens a book that would show um, something about our humanity um, and who we were, I think I would give them the Hail Mary Project um, by uh, and Andy Weir. Because... It shows our capacity for resilience and for resourcefulness, but it also does show some of the less flattering sides of us. But it does show, um, I mean, the potential that we have to, to teach and to work with others who are different from ourselves. And um, I mean, that was just such an awesome, awesome book. Is that the book that everyone says that you should that you should read on audio? Um, I I would definitely mainly because of the last few chapters, um, but um, but it is just it is just a really good book. Okay, awesome. You know that and his first book, the the Martian. I would also give them because that again I'm, shows. The human, the human capacity for resilience. 
I am deeply, I am deeply delighted and amused that so far the books that we would give people about humanity, that we would give aliens about humanity takes, take place in space. So (laughs) I think that's absolutely delightful. Um, All right. Any other hands there, Andrea? Andrea? Nora? Hey there, Nora. Hello. And one book I would like to show the aliens is not only the capacity of human beings, but about the the animal, uh, animal, living the animal kingdom, you know, show them stories about monkeys and and how one of them probably went out into space and how humans were able to go out in space, like to the moon or to the National Space Station. <laughs> I love that. I love, I love that everyone's showing people books about space, showing aliens books about space, and I am delighted. Yeah, I never read it, but it'd be nice to have a book about space. <laughs> I have a book about an astronaut when I'm in space. <laughs> <laughs> James All Irwin. right. Yep. Thank you, yeah. Nora. Welcome. Thank you. And I finally found the book. Oh, my gosh. It took me like this long. So the book that I would show them does not take place in space. Um, the book that I am showing the aliens is a book called, and I highly recommend this book to everybody. It is called Atticus, A Woman's Journey with the World's Worst Behaved Dog by S. Bennett. And this story is about a woman named Hazel. Hazel is pretty much, she's down on her luck. Um, Doesn't really know what to, she doesn't really know what to do. She's on the verge of being homeless. Um, And it basically is a like found family kind of story. Um, Atticus is literally a terribly behaved dog. And it is not a nonfiction book. It is a fictional story. it talks a lot about found family. Um, this dog is an absolute delight. And I am just going to say that the dog does not die in the end. Cause I feel like that's, I feel like a lot of times with dog books um, that get that people love, <laughs> they, the dogs died. I don't like that. And it makes me sad. So, but um, this one, the dog does not die at the end. Um, and that is a spoiler that I will happily give. Um, but it takes place in the South and it is so, it's such a beautiful, beautiful story. Um, I think it really talks a lot about humanity and this woman kind of, she comes into the orbit of this very, very grumpy, grouchy, um, vet who really doesn't want anything to do with anybody. Um, and they just strike up such a beautiful friendship and there's just, um, a lot of really lovely found family that happens in that. So again, it is Atticus. Um, I have to look at the title because it's kind of a long one and I forget it. So it's Atticus, a woman's journey with the world's worst behaved jo- dog by S Bennett. And dang, was it good. <laughs> it was excellent. All right. Any other hands raised? Yes, ma'am. Lucy. Lucy, what are you showing the aliens? Well, gosh, I had to really ponder this. And I'm not sure that this is really what, I don't know. But I want them to see all different um, aspects of humanity, good and bad. So I'm going to go with where the crawdads sing. (laughs) Because (laughs) it's... it shows, you know, that families can be abusive. It shows the independence of girls and women. It shows how people can be so judgmental because of who you are, not what you are. I mean, excuse me, what you are, not who you are. And um, there's some romance in there. And I I just think it's a, a well, I mean, I love the book. <laughs> and um 
I just, uh, yeah, it, it shows a lot of different, uh, a lot of different aspects of humanity. And I think we need to be realistic when we show them. So I yeah. like, I like your answer. I like your answer <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. Are there any other hands up? You do not have any hands at the moment. All right. Um, so what I think I'm going to do is I am going to probably go ahead and end it here. We've had a lot of fun tonight. Oh, wait, I um, forgot. I forgot something. Yes. <laughs> I found, I found, I was looking through stuff on Bard um, Express and I found the other woman by Jane Green. I'm not sure if that's the one because it, it says that, that the, the mother-in-law, you know, tries to break them up, but they're already married and they have a baby. So I don't know if it's the same book she's talking about or not. Oh, well, we should just read it and find out, right? I know, right? <laughs> okay, it sounds really good. Talk. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much for looking it up, Lucy. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you have ideas or for topics for this call, um, you can write to ACB or to community at acb.org. Um, and if you want to get in touch with me, you can also write me there and Cindy will forward your emails to me. Um, and we will see you all in two beautiful weeks. But before I go, I do want to say, um, I do want to say, oh, well, before I say anything, I see that Jewel has her hand raised. Hello, Jewel. What's up? I just had a question. Um, yes. and I thought this would be a good call for that question because it's book related. Do you know how the best way to find the English version, uh, English translation of a book is? Not like, beyond... You know, like, like you know the title in another language but you want the english version i would probably google the phrase like i'd probably put the title uh, in quotes mm -hmm. and then do a comma english version, and then maybe english version the or translation. english translation yes okay. because there's a play that i read many years ago arbolas way cambiando the trees were walking and i didn't understand it in spanish i think i might understand it better in english it was pretty good. Right. The trees we'll were walking. You can find it. <laughs> Thank you. you find it. You're welcome. Um, before I go, I do just want to mention a new book call that um, has been coming up that um, happened last. It happened last Tuesday. Um, I'm not sure of what night it's going to eventually land on. I I know somebody told me, but I don't want to get it wrong. So check your schedules. Um, but Shannon, who was in here, is doing a call called Book Match. And the book match call is all about if you tell her what kind of genre you're interested in and what you would like in a book or like some of the tropes that you like or some of the topics that you want, she will match you up with the book. So she will find, she will find personal, personalized, tailored recommendations just for you. So I know that I'm pretty sure that it's happening sometime this week. Um, maybe it's Wednesday, but I don't really remember. So be sure to just check, check your schedule. Book match is happening on Thursday. Thursday. Thank you, Herbie. <laughs> so book match. And do you know the time, Herbie? Um, I believe it is going to be 7 p.m. ACB time. Okay. So 7 p.m. Eastern, but look at that schedule just to be sure. And if you have any, if you want a personalized recommendation for a book, go to Book Match. It is so much fun and you will get plenty of recommendations. And with that, I say I hope that you all have a good night. Have an excellent week and happy reading. <laughs>